still hot. Knock your shell off. My money stacked fat, plus I can't turn a sweat. So that would be Slayer with a big business. That'd be a sick ass show. I'm not gonna lie, because that would make sense though. Slayer would be like the opening act, and you're like, you get all your aggression out or whatever, and you get, you're gonna be tired at that point. Like we're like pushing like mid 30s right now, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna be like beat up and brutal or whatever, but then you're gonna want to sit down and enjoy some like good like fucking like. Can you feel the love tonight? But okay. Two things. It's gonna. I think it's gonna be like that Nine Inch Nails David <laughs> Bowie thing. Yeah. Where like people that were just there for Nine Inch Nails would just leave after that, oh, and then yeah. people that were there for David Bowie would be like half the crowd would be gone. Yeah, because Slayer fans are pretty like fucking vindictive like that. Because I don't that, think they're gonna stick around for. I would. I yeah, would. but it's just like I think the majority of them would be like, okay, Elton John's next later, y'all. Yeah. And at the same time, it would give like the, the the arena time to clean up and stuff like that. So <laughs> it would be totally bad, you know. Forty five minute inter intermission. That did happen at Mayhem Fest where Greg caught diabetes or whatever. Yeah. Like we spent all day like seeing like all these brutal ass metal bands, and then like Slayer was like second to last on the set, and like every you could tell you could tell the total migration. Like all the like you know the younger bands like Mastodon like were like to the far left stage or whatever and then as the day grew you know people started moving towards you know the bigger stage where all the bigger bands were at and then the culmination was like Slayer and then Marilyn Manson and then like everybody like the whole crowd like they like once like Slayer hit like everybody was there watching Slayer and then as soon as like Slayer set was done like all right everybody good night enjoy Marilyn Manson like everybody just like in droves just like got up and left like I was like fuck man like feel bad for Manson right now because yeah. there was only like like maybe like a hundred people left like in the audience after that. Like it was totally two different. Well, I, like, I could see that. I mean, if you're a Marilyn Manson fan, I don't think that you're necessarily like Slayer. No. Or vice versa. No, it's two different worlds. Yeah. You know, unless you have a diverse taste. I like I like Marilyn Manson more. I would have been there for Manson and not Slayer. Yeah. If I had to choose. Yeah. But don't no. we talk about Manson in this episode? At some point, I think we bring up Manson. Manson's well, his gone. girlfriend started this whole movement, so. Well, I, I think I talk about how, like, I was raised by, by uh, Manson's music more than, I don't know. I like Manson. More than Elton John's music. More than Elton John's music. Yeah, Dude, Elton John's a great artist, I'll say that. Yeah. But anyways, Ooh. everybody, <laughs> welcome to episode 32. Uh, this episode is, we're going to be talking about the whole me too movement that's been going on we're gonna be talking a lot about sexual harassment and sexual assault and predators and false false alarms. predators yeah online predators yeah how to catch a predator jungle predators a movie predator city predators dylan you son of a bitch man that's such a good movie fuck yeah we need to do an episode about that movie do that. Let's make that the next episode. Okay. Predator. We're putting that out right now. We're, we're promoting the next episode already. We're going to be talking about Predator. Because I have a love-hate relationship with that movie. Oh, yeah? That I love. Well, we'll talk oh. about it next episode. <laughs> it doesn't have to be an hour long. It might just be 30 minutes, but that'll be the next episode. Fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. But anyways, yeah. everybody, uh, stick around, and I hope you enjoy yourself, and uh, thank you for listening. And if you go to our Facebook page, I, I'm really excited about this. Last night... Like I got done watching NXT, and I felt really inspired by this guy called the Velveteen Dream. Like he's like a Prince uh, knockoff. I really wanted to make like an intro song for this podcast. Like it's still in the works, but like it, it's fucking sexual as fuck. Like it's a cross between like Barry White 
and prints. Like, I am so proud of this. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. But anyways, with that said, everybody, please like and subscribe and share with all your friends and relatives. And, uh, yeah, enjoy our show. Enjoy. Have a good night or whatever. Yeah. Mazel tov. My pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola. My eyes are white like cherry pies. I got a taste for men who are older. It's always been so, it's no surprise. Harvey's in the sky with diamonds and he's making me crazy. Someone is willing to wait 45 minutes for anything. So, like, if she's willing to wait 45 minutes to kill you, yeah. you had to come. Yeah. No offense. <laughs> I'm ready to die. Anyways. No, but I'm just like you, though. Like, like we have those active trainer shooters or whatever, yeah. like, trainings or whatever. And fucking, um, I always tell everyone, I'm like, yeah, that's all nice and dandy, but, like, because they're, like, defenses. We have, like, this, like, central office, like, the whole office can go into, like, it's an office within an office yeah. that you can just barricade yourself with. And I was like, yeah, that's nice and everything, and, like, I'm sure you guys really thought that out or whatever, but, like, I'm not going to be a fish in the barrel, like, when someone starts to open up a gap. I got a 500 horsepower, like, fucking car, like, and it has three other people that I could fit in that motherfucker, so... I always got my keys on me, and I'm fucking getting in my car, and I'm fucking, I'm heading to Fresno. Yeah. Like, fuck y'all. Like, yeah, I was like, when they told us that, they're like, oh, make sure you guys know a good place to hide. And I was like, oh, I know where my car is parked, and I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I was like, we li- we work right next to the freeway, so I was like, worst case scenario, I'm hopping the fence. Like, I have yeah. no idea, but I was like, this is so stupid. Like, yeah. just because there's like some like, <laughs> like lame ass people that look like they can't help a fence or something like that. Yeah. That's on them. Sorry. Yeah. Survival. Yeah, that's just natural selection. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. But anyways. Anyways. I don't know. Damn. What we, already, we already got like fifteen minutes in the can. Well, we can crop half of that out. But yeah. I like your story, man. That was good. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. I want to talk about peepees and all that shit. I don't know. Peepees and wee wees. I don't know. So you want to talk about pretty much the Me Too movement? Yeah, I mean, I've been trying to on. talk about it since, like, it all happened. But to yeah. me, I don't know, like, you, like, um, every time, like, I fucking open up, like, uh, my Internet Explorer or whatever and, like, the news thing pops up, is like somebody else gets, like, accused of, like, sexual, like, harassment or mm-hmm. sexual battery or something like that. So I think we were talking about it, like, after when Jesus, like, we got done with his episode or whatever, like, we started talking about it right there, too. Yeah. Like off the record kind of stuff too. So well, that conversation started off. You guys were talking about um, Meryl Streep. Yeah, Meryl, Meryl Streep. Streep whatever, yeah. Which, which is weird to me. I was like the odd man out in that conversation because I was like, <laughs> who cares? I have no idea what she's done besides the Devil Wears Prada. And so like, that's my only like 
knowledge of her work. So, like, he went all, like, he was all about it. He's like, oh, man. I think you guys were both like, she's a hypocrite. She knew him, and she knew what he was about and all this stuff. And and I was like, oh, it's interesting. I didn't know it was so well-known that he was such a, like, douchebag. Mm-hmm. And um, and by him, we're mean Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. I didn't know that. I mean, and so then the, the conversation continued into, um, like, we know I I know people that are, that are like guys that are like equally not probably not as equally as douchey but I know dudes that are like really douchey and I'm just like well I I mean by that logic I I should probably like distance myself or like I don't know whatever I felt I felt guilty after that conversation I was just like well I know a dude like that we both know a dude yeah to me in my opinion. From things that I've heard, and I'm sure, as I don't think Meryl Streep witnessed things, but I'm no. pretty sure that that buzz was out there and that word was going around, or maybe someone's told her things like that. And I was just like, well, you know, there's a dude, there's a dude that we both know, and I was like, man, that guy's just as douchey. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I don't want to get into that aspect yeah, of it, but I don't put him on blast too much, <laughs> but yeah, I mean. I guess, though, okay, to reference, you know, say anybody listening or whatever, like the two people listening to this, but what we were talking about is um, we were talking about MMA for like a long time or whatever, and somehow the subject on Meryl Streep got started, and he was just like, you know what, fuck her, you know, because at the end of her thing, she said, you know, if, you know, we, if we don't stay, if we stay quiet, like all we'll have is football and martial arts, which are not the arts or whatever. And it was kind of like an asshole thing to like add to like a very profound speech. Like I agree with a lot of the stuff that she was saying, you know, I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, women need to speak up. We need to speak up as, you know, a society against like tyrants, like, you know, in the government and stuff like that. But then to add a little salt to like two industries, basically that have nothing to do with Trump or, you know, these, you know, sexual, you know, assaulters or whatever, like was kind of like, like a dick move. Like you're just going to turn off a lot of people to your, your, your movement or whatever. And so he brought up, too, he's like, you know what, though? Like, after, like, she had that speech, she went, she went and sat down on Harvey Weinstein's lap. And you can Google it, too. Like, there's a picture of her, like, you know, sitting in his lap. He's like, oh, that was such a great speech or whatever. And, you know, she's, like, playing with his beard or whatever. And um, given today what we know about Harvey Weinstein, like, that was just like, oh, wow. Like, you're over here talking about, you know speaking up against tyrants and predators and stuff right here and you go and sit in the lap of a predator or whatever and so yeah i felt that i mean now looking back on it maybe it was just poor judgment and maybe in her defense she didn't know all the allegations and like you said too like you hear rumors you hear whisperings and if you're a fair person you don't want to automatically assume guilt you know because we live in america where it's just You're you're supposed to be uh, innocent until proven guilty. I mean, that's what all this whole Black Lives Matter things too is. It's just like you're not automatically guilty of something, you know. Yeah. You, you you need to have due process and things like that. Well, one of the things, like I'm glad you brought brought up Black Lives Matters because, you know, Meryl Streep, whatever. What is her name? Yeah, Meryl Streep. Meryl, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Old white woman. Yeah. Um, she's um she's not like the president of this she's not the voice of this she's just the person that supports it yeah so like to put all like the emphasis on like oh you're gonna you're gonna damage the movement because of something you did um it's it's i mean she's not she's not the face of it i I don't Mm -hmm. understand like yeah it's 
it's it's one person. Same thing happened with the Black Lives Matters movement when um, true, yeah. when people like a YouTube video came out of people saying like fry them like bacon, and then like every Republican, every Rush Limbaugh, that mm-hmm. what's that lady, that, Tommy Lauren, yeah, she's like, oh man, this is a terrorist group now because they said fry them like bacon, and it was just it's stupid. It's like yeah. those people were not the actual voice of it; they were just people that maybe kind of supported it but didn't actually like. I don't know. They're just not. They're not the voice. They're not. They're not the face the of what. Poster children. Uh, of yeah. It. So it's just they don't represent what the whole movement's about, yeah. and I'm sure she doesn't represent what the whole movement's about. Yeah. Um. And so, you know, I I don't want to like just fry her like bacon. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> like say like oh because she did this this equals that and now the movement's dead or something like that. Yeah. Like, I I mean, the Me Too movement to me is it's not a Hollywood thing. It's not a music industry thing. It's something mm-hmm. that's in every workplace in America. It's something that's in every, like, like... Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's like, you you hear all these, like, frat boy college stories about this, like, drunk party, and I'm sure it's, it happens Penn all State, around the... Yeah. yeah, it happens all around the country. It happens in every bar and every, every small town. Every office in America, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 everywhere. I mean, to recognize that it... To, to pretend that it's not a problem and pretend that, that you know, it kind of jumped the shark. I mean, obviously... We've all heard so many stories since then, right? And I'm pretty sure eventually we'll get to the one where um, a season sorry comes out and the girl accuses him of of uh, sexual assault. Sexual assault, and she she pointed out that like he was wearing a Me Too pin on his on his jacket, and yeah. so she was like, "It's like how dare you? You sexually assaulted me." And then when the story actually comes out, it's just like it sounds like it was just a bad date, and she wasn't into it, and, yeah, and all and. And to me, that doesn't count as now the movement's dead and now like... Oh, yeah, no. To me, it's just like, yeah, that's just one person who didn't get it. I think to me, what I look at it, it's just like it's bad um, publicity. Because I remember a couple years ago, like we were talking about like, you know, these little uh, social justice things that come out like Coney 2012, like these serious issues. Like, I mean, this like it was a serious issue. And you just see these like very fair weather people like get behind it for a couple of months and then totally stop talking about it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's um, when you think of people like Meryl, like the Meryl Streep people, like where they get it, they get so invested into it until something else comes along. And then it just becomes like it was just an in vogue thing to get behind. And I think a lot of critics of her or whatever and kind of me, too, I guess you can say. Um, it was just like, wow, you, you are cheapening it a little bit. Like, cause she makes herself look like one of those like fair weather, like people that, okay, we're getting behind this now, but as soon as another like Coney 2012 pops up, we're going to forget about it because we're allowing it to happen behind the scenes still, you know, we're a catalyst behind it. And I'm not saying like she like invalidates it. I'm not trying to say that, you know, she killed the movement or whatever. But for me, like, it was just like, it hurt, like to see that because it was just like, wow, like you give like those Republicans, those People who don't look at it like how you were explaining right now, like, and I totally agree with you. Like, it, it doesn't invalidate the movie because someone like that who's not the poster child or not the voice like Rose McGowan mm-hmm. um, for it, you know, does something like that. Because I mean, we're intelligent. Me and you are intelligent people, you know, or I like to think so. But like, it it invalidates it to less intelligent people, like those people like who jumped on the Black Lives Matter thing, like, oh, it's a terrorist group. Like, no, is it the narrative of the whole group or is it just the narrative of some? Because, 
I mean, that element does exist, or it's just like, I'm, and it's Hollywood, you know, they, it, they're always about what's in vogue, you know, what, you know? Yeah, I mean, we live in a total, like, like, hashtag kind of culture of, you mm. know, whatever the trending hashtag is on Twitter, mm. you know, it, it, you know, is this the, I'm so out of the loop in like Hollywood stuff. Is this the Oscars or something? Because I know that the kids from Stranger Things all dressed in black. What what is that? Oh, that was. um, (laughs) I know it's not the Grammys. The Grammys. uh, The Golden Globes. They did. The Golden Globes. Like everyone dressed up in black, and that was part of the movement. And, um, but we do live in this in this like kind of like hashtag kind of culture where we think that that will somehow um, help in any way, and it, it really doesn't. Like the only thing, if if it's done anything and i think people have to be realistic with with this movement that it, it won't actually solve anything if anything it just um will make it okay for women to be more outspoken oh yeah i and, hope so which is which is it is a positive i think it i think it's a positive that women should be more outspoken and should not tolerate um like workplace harassment which is mm-hmm. like a big thing you know like um i just had sexual harassment training at work we all have to do it like it's a yearly thing or whatever and and it was just like it is a shame that we have to do it like every year because yeah. it's it should it, be common sense by this it, point. it should be common sense as i was taking my test i was like well, i can't believe this is like an actual thing but i'm sure there's some dude that's like laughing during this because or falling asleep yeah yeah it's just like oh my god but because like you said earlier like when you were talking about like the active shoot of trading like we have that all the time at my job or whatever and to me, like, I take it serious because it's like, I, that's the last thing I want is like to be accused of um, being at all associated with like any kind of like sexual predator or whatever, or like even like having anything like against that. Because for me, like, I personally, like when it comes to like talking to girls or whatever, like I'm very shy, like I'm very like, oh, like yeah. I'm t- to me, like if I had to like put myself on blast, I'm Steve Carell in the 40 year old virgin. Like <laughs> the fact that I even have a girlfriend that I've been dating for four years is yeah. like a miracle because it's like. If I like, like, like that, that line he shouts out in the movie, he goes, I respect women so much that I, I totally completely avoid them. Yeah, but, that, yeah. That's me, dude. Like as much as I want to pretend like I'm cool and stuff like mm-hmm. that, like I'm not like if I like a girl or I think she's attractive or whatever, like I do the complete opposite of what like some jerk off might do is it's like, I just totally like ignore them because it's just like, I'm going to put my foot in my mouth or mm-hmm. I'm going to say something stupid and it's going to come across as, uh, Oh my God, you know, you're such a, a creep or whatever. It's like, no, I just think you're pretty, oh. you know, and it's just like, you know, like that's that part of me or whatever. But in those sexual harassment training, there's always like that, you know, uh, overconfident asshole or whatever, you know, like the Harvey Weinstein or whatever, yeah. or, you know, uh, uh, Bill O'Reilly or whatever. That's just boxed out and just like, ah, whatever. They like it when I grab them by the pussy kind of thing. And it's just like they start like humming old McDonald in their head while the whole time the training goes along. So, yeah, well, you know. One of the things that I think is is uh, pretty important is that, like I said earlier, I don't think this movement's actually going to help change a lot of things other than women being more outspoken, which is a good thing. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I totally agree with that. But I think it's more of like a fundamental like flaw in our culture that we don't raise. It's mostly a, a, a guy thing. Like It's, it's kind of like guys have to change their men- mentality. and Approach and mentality, yeah. Yeah, it's just like... I, so I was watching because we had kind of talked about what what today's episode is going to be about. So I was uh-huh. like, okay, um, whatever. I'll like YouTube, whatever the Me Too movement or whatever. And like Fox News stuff came up more than anything else. It was like yeah. Fox News is on there, 
And they kept bringing up all these, like they were taking things to extreme. They're like, we're going to get to the point where we're going to have to sign a contract to what's consensual and what's not. And like all this stuff. (laughs) And it's just like, no, you don't like, you just need to know, like when a girl tells you like, no, no, that's not cool. I'm not feeling that. It's not like you shouldn't take that as like, as I I don't know. I just, it just no means no. Like, I I don't know. I don't think it's that complicated. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I just think that it's kind of like we just need to like raise our children better, and we need to start taking responsibility for it's the a fact- basic basic respect, and then also to, um, like you said, we just need to be more vocal. I think ninety nine percent of every problem in the world, not just this, but every problem in the world, stems from lack of communication. Yeah, and I mean, you have people who don't communicate well. Um, and I was listening to Rogan's podcast, and he had uh, another comedian on there, uh, Whitney Cummings. And she was talking about, you know, like she said that um, women too um, be more vocal because men, we're stupid. We don't get non-verbal communication. We just don't. That's just not how we're. Pro- that's not how we're wired. She goes, you need. She goes, you you can't expect it. Like me, I'm guilty of it myself. Like I've had any girl like I've had a crush on or whatever, and like later on down the the line or whatever. Sorry, I just knocked my mic down. Like, yeah, I was totally giving you cues that, like, I liked you, too. And I was like, really? Because, like, I wasn't catching on to it. I thought you hated me. And she goes, yeah, like, you just weren't getting it and stuff. And it's just like, and I was like, well, I'm, you know, in the end, it just goes back to I'm just a dumb ape. Like, I, like, I have to, like, have verbal um, confirmation or whatever. You know, every girlfriend I've ever had, like, they're the ones that pursued me. Like, I've never pursued them kind of thing. It's like, what I've a never. Baller. Yeah, yeah. I've had, then that's like been three. So it's not like I'm putting myself over here, but like <laughs> any, any, anytime I like threw the fishing line out, like I, my heart has been broken to little bit of pieces, but like, um, yeah, it's just like, just the, it's just that men were stupid. Like we don't get nonverbal cues. And so, like you said, it's a good thing that this is happening because it's like, it, it goes back to the communication where women are going to speak up. So they're going to be like, Hey, look, no, that is not going to happen. I am not putting that that schlong in my mouth. Like, no, don't hug me like that every time you we greet each other. Hey, don't yeah. pat me on the butt. Like, no. Okay, that, that. that's that's different. So, like, one of the things the a season sorry one is completely different to me than, than oh, the definitely. work the workplace one. The a season sorry one to me is it's a girl and a guy that went back to his place and they're like making out. At that point, it's like you know, there's like a sexual element to this already. Yes, you know, this isn't workplace it's not like he like started hugging her at work mm-hmm. this is completely different or she was a fan that just came up to him for an autograph or something yeah yeah at this point she could say like hey i'm not into this i, I don't this moving too fast like sh- like yeah be be vocal about it like yeah i i get that it's it's to me it's like why would you need um non-vocal non-verbal communication non-verbal communication it's not like you're out in public it's not like you're in the fucking middle of the mall and he's like trying to like hook up with you and like you could there's no one else around. You could just communicate directly with him. Like yeah. it's, it's, that's part of being a human. You communicate using sounds. Yeah. So like, and I, and I get it too. Like uh, Whitney Cummings, the same comedian that was on Rogan talking about this. She goes, I mean, yeah, a normal person would do it. She goes, but you know, as she was talking as a woman, she goes, when you've had maybe even previous sexual trauma, you start when something like this happens. Like if whether you were like molested by an uncle or you know, raped by, you know, somebody or, you know, something happened or whatever, you know, a lot of, like a common response is to just freeze up. And she goes, he shows it's easy for a guy to tell you like, oh, just speak up. But when you've had like previous like sexual trauma and she was, they were talking about this exact same scenario and Rogan's like, well, why didn't she just say, you know, hey, stop, you know, like 
stop, you know, trying to go down on me. Stop trying to, you know, force, you know, your, your schlong in my mouth or whatever. And she was, and she brought that scenario. She goes, for me, she goes, she was talking, she goes, you know, I'd been previously, you know, you know, raped as a child. And she was, my, um, response to that was just like, I just freeze up, you know, anytime, you know, it's just, and she goes, she goes, I have a lot of friend, a girlfriend. She said that, you know, it's the same response, you know, it's not easy to, you know, just speak up about it, you know, cause so you gotta, you know, respect that too, you know, like some people they're not going to be vocal due to past experiences and they might blow up an Aziz Ansari yeah. scenario like that or whatever. So, but, but, even I, that, but I'm totally on Aziz's side on this, but at the same time, like I do respect that other side. So, yeah, I guess I get it. But if, <laughs> okay, Aziz, okay. So let's just say hypothetically that is her past and she had that like sexual abuse as a child type mm-hmm. scenario and she knows what it's, I mean, nobody knows what's going on in her head besides her. She could just be like, hey, I don't feel like going home with you tonight. I had a good time. Uh, text me. Let's get together for dinner again some other time. Like, you yeah. just end it there. You don't have to go back to an apartment <laughs> with them. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. But also, too, like, we're simple-minded like that. We're, we're me, men, we're simple. Women are more complex than that. Like, sometimes they do want to go back and just watch Netflix. That's all they want to do is just, just no, watch I, Black Mirror. But then, like, a guy's like, oh, yeah, Netflix and chill. You know, and they're going to think, you know, the next steps happening. So I kind of get it from both sides just due to, I guess, cause I grew up around women. Like I get it. Like they're going to be more complex and complicate things more than a guy. It's just going to be more simple with it. Yeah. I mean, I, I was raised by pretty much my sisters raised me. So I was just like, I do take this, this topic as like pretty serious. And that's what I mean. Like, I yes, feel like, yeah. I feel like this is more of a, this is more of an issue with guys. Like the way we raise like young men. Oh yeah. Th- then it is the way we raise women like yeah of course like women need to be more outspoken and be more like i'm I'm glad that there's such because it's been it's been so in the shadows like of like workplace harassment and all these things like it needs to be more on the open and that's how once conversation starts then like change can begin to happen and i oh, feel yeah. like we're there we're there where conversation is being had and now change can now start taking taking definitely yeah but but raising raising young men is like really important like we i don't think we do that as a culture we don't do a good job at that let me raise this question too do you think it's a byproduct too of like okay for me for example i grew up probably 80 percent of my life without a father in my house so i was raised as a single by a single parent basically and luckily she was around because she her job was a daycare so she she was home all the time or whatever Mm -hmm. so i grew up around my mom but you have like these single parent homes, which is an epidemic in America mm-hmm. where like mom's working two jobs, you know, she's working at Target. Like we saw that all the time when we worked at Target, you know, these single moms that are working at Target and they get off from Target and then they go work at, you know, somewhere else overnight, you know, just to like make the PG&E bill. And it's just like, is that a product too? Like where it's like you have like this whole generation of uh, men who were raised like that. They were raised by TV. They were raised by movies. They were raised by video games. They were raised by all the you know like the music and stuff like that are raised by the media basically where the media is telling you like hey you need to be an alpha male you need to grab that woman and you know uh be the you know aggressive or whatever you know is it do you think that could be it too um i i I think that for sure there's families where television and music play a bigger influence in the parents and i think that that's the that's the first mistake i feel like if there's ever, you remember when like, 
people were blaming Marilyn Manson because like yeah. kids were like there were school shootings or whatever. I always thought that was complete bullshit because I grew up on Marilyn Manson. I grew up on really violent music and violent. Me too. All this stuff and Hashtag but no <laughs> one, no one in my family had a bigger influence than my parents and my sisters, mm-hmm. and like being respectful to women and like women's equality. Like I just went to the women's march last weekend. Like it, it's always been really important to me. You know, like I know I, I you have to be aware of, of, of the of thing. what's reality and what's entertainment. Yeah. And so like like no one in no one in my family is like anything I see on television is never gonna influence me as much as my family does. Yeah. Because that's that's just more important to me. And so um I mean that's the way I was raised and I'm pretty sure you know like you grew up and then you grew up with with a single mother and I'm pretty sure you kind of have a different view than than um than most guys I mean like of course you're going to you probably were given these values of respecting women because you saw your mom work her job and you saw like the grind and the hustle of being both a mother and a father and like all this yeah. stuff and like like I feel like you know we were kind of both, and that's probably why we're such good such good buddies because we were both like given High these. Five. We were both given these, <laughs> like kind of strange growing up. And I grew up with a dad, but um, but you grew he, up in a more uh, female friendly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have a mom yeah. and I have two older sisters, and even when my niece was born, I had a niece, and so like you know, like it was. I've always had like women in my life or whatever, and like it, it was never. I've never been like. And let's put this out there too. You have very strong women in your life. Like I, one of your older sisters, she's like a uh, psychologist. So she's basically a doctor, and another one's a lawyer. So you have these strong female figures in your life. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I'm I'm not like a person that's intimidated by strong women. Like it's yeah. not something I feel like a lot of guys threaten your that. manhood. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't threaten me. I don't have this like alpha male mentality or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know. Like and I feel like a lot of dudes do. Like a lot of dudes are kind of like kind of have to be like the macho tough guy or whatever you know they have to assert their dominance over him yeah and it's total bullshit like i I think that affects women too to be honest with you like that whole dynamic where it's like okay for me let's put it here like my mom was the mom and dad so i saw like a very strong independent woman growing up my whole life so any girl that's going to be in my life that's what i expect too you need to be strong independent outspoken which is my mom and then you too like you had like very strong independent women in your life and like but other families aren't like that, where it's like the dad is the guy. He makes all the shots. He makes all the money. Mom defers to him. And like that's like a very like um, atomic, you know, atomic American family where the mm-hmm. mom's just like she just bakes cookies and like she's the lovey-dovey, you know, like nurturer or whatever. Well, and so a lot of like women like, oh, OK, I need I need you to be that. I need you to be my dad who's just like. He makes all the shots. He calls all the shots. He's the aggressor. And then, like, I'm just the submissive, you know, girl, too. And that's, I think that's the dynamic, too, that we're dealing with, too. Like, we're dealing with a society where, like, that dynamic is changing. Well, yeah. I mean, I grew up with that, too. Like, my dad was, every weekend we worked on, we worked on cars. Every weekend we built, like, some random thing in the backyard. Like, every, Mm -hmm. like, it was, like, he was a very tough dad on me. Like, yeah. And, um, but still, like, we never lost that, um. That like you got to be respectful to your sisters. Like you got to be respectful to your mom. Oh, yeah, like yeah. you got, you, you're gonna get hit. I'm gonna. But your dad me. always struck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But your dad always struck me as somebody. He wasn't like one of those people that would. Um, let's just put it this way. Like I would never hear a story about you telling me that your dad beat your mom or whatever. Like he, he you could tell like your mom and dad like they were very much like on equal playing fields or whatever. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, my dad was always like, 
the head of the household. Like I always, I always viewed him as that, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, of course. But at the same time, like we all in our family, even me as a little kid, when I was a kid, I, I kind of felt valued in the family. And I feel like that's another thing that's kind of lost in families where like little kids are kind of like, Oh, your opinions are garbage. We don't need to talk to you. But me as a family, and like all my sisters will say the same thing. Like every every night, for we try to sit down every weekend or whatever. Every Saturday, Sunday morning, we would have mm-hmm. breakfast and we would sit down as a family. We would hang out and we would talk and we would, and that's something that's also lost in families. Exactly, like, yeah. So that to me is important. Like communication is so important. Like it's so underrated. You see like relationships failing. You see families failing. Mm-hmm. You see like brothers hate sisters, sisters hate sisters, but because a lot of times it's just it's like people are just bad at communication and it starts at such a young age that like we're we're at this point where we're talking about nonverbal cues or all these things yeah. that are just like you you know like teaching kids communication teaching kids confidence teaching kids like the confidence to tell a guy no like hey you need to back the fuck up like mm-hmm. you're cool but not right now or whatever you know like and then guys need to have the confidence to be like okay yeah that's cool like i get it like it's yeah. just i don't know like i i mean i've been in that scenario where like i I've, I've been with a girl i mean this pretty recently i'm not gonna say any names but probably like last weekend or two weekends ago or something i was at a girl's place and we were kissing and then uh, like i probably tried to touch too much and she's like she just moved my hand away i wasn't like offended by it but it was just like i get it like it's just yeah it's not happening it's not gonna happen and i'm not gonna try to push it like it's just mm-hmm. whatever i respect your I respect your opinion. And women need to, like, also not date douchebags that don't respect their opinions or, like, don't respect their wishes. Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like... That's always been the bane of my existence, too, like, to go back to my nerdy single years or whatever, where it's just, like, like you would, like, obsess over, like, some girl or whatever, and then you would see them, like, date, like, some total douche nugget or whatever, and it's just like, what? Like, the fuck? I have to be like that? Like, no, like, that goes against everything that I am. Like, I'm not going to be like that guy or whatever. And it's just like that, there's that dynamic in society too, where it's just like, and I'll, I'll throw this out there. Like I was in bed watching Netflix with uh, my girlfriend and we were watching uh, some Lady Gaga doc, uh, documentary. And um, she's kind of a, a, like I respect her so much as an artist. Like she's a great artist. Like I'll say, I don't care what it makes me look like or whatever. But as a person, like she's kind of off a little bit too, because I mean, she's part of this whole Me Too movement as well. Um, her name was on uh, some of the research I was looking at. And then um, what struck me, it was kind of odd. She was talking about Madonna and like how like, you know, she says like a lot, of, a lot of people compare her as the modern day Madonna. And then when she sees Madonna in public, like they're all cool or whatever. But then like she turns on the TV and Madonna's like talking crap about her. And she made this simile. She said, she goes, oh man, that's like the equivalent like of a guy having his friend give me a note saying, hey, my friend likes you. Here's his phone number. And, like, her next words, like, kind of, like, threw me off guard. I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, but, like, she says, she goes, she says, she goes, no, fuck that guy. Like, tell your friend, why isn't he over here right now? Why isn't he throwing me up against the wall, grabbing me and kissing me? And I was just like, well, first of all, Lady Gaga, that's fucking rape. That's sexual assault. <laughs> like, yeah. and it's just like, number two, like, you, you can't have it both ways or you want to be respected and then at the same time want somebody to be, like, overly aggressive too you know like that's i I don't know i like to me like in my little nerd mind like i you know as a guy like i didn't process that and like it goes back to like women are very complex and as a guy a very simplistic guy like socially like i don't get that you know like at the same time you're you're putting hashtag me too but at the same time 
you want a guy to just to go up to you and just start grabbing on you and kissing you like because he likes you or whatever like that didn't make any sense to me at all like i mean i still respect her but i mean she there's probably a more profound meaning to it or maybe it was just like maybe she just wants the brad pitt guy coming up to her and doing it yeah as opposed to you know the chubby jacob pixton doing it you know because i'm pretty sure if jacob pixton did that to uh, lady gaga i would be arrested and in jail well there is there's a fine line of of guys that are pushovers and like guys that are actually respectful of women like you don't have to be i i guess i kind of get what she's saying with the note like oh like my friend likes you here's a note it's just like you don't have to be a fucking <laughs> like douche and like just go up and tell a girl you like her. Like, if yeah. there's no sexual harassment, the sexual harassment happens when she's like, "Yo, nah, it's cool. I don't, I don't dig you." And you keep pushing the issue. Yeah, yeah. then, then, no, you're, I then get it's that, harassment. Yeah. yeah, no, I get that part of it, but like, I was just like, "Whoa, you just made two different extremes. You went from like she didn't Steve go to Car- an extreme." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "You went from Steve Carell and the Forty Year Old Virgin." Almost to like fucking Harvey Weinstein or fucking Bill O'Reilly or something. Yeah. You know? Steve Carell in the office. Oh yeah, there you go. Good one. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, I that's another thing I I wanted to bring that up because a lot of people in like the Fox News world kept bringing that up. They're like, you know, this is just like just about six or seven years ago. This was totally acceptable and funny and all these things. And what to me like right away it's like you don't get it. Yeah, I was like, the reason why it's funny is because you shouldn't behave like that in a work scenario. Yeah. Like, it's not funny because, oh, it's adorable. Like, if you thought that was adorable, then you're part of the problem. Yeah. The only reason it's funny is because he's doing these, like, very 1950s type things where, like, you shouldn't talk to women that way. Yeah. And, and like, that's what's funny about it. Like, this is so outdated. His style of talking <laughs> to women is, like, from, like, the 1940s or something yeah. where you can, like, slap a girl's butt and call her toots at works or something like that. Yeah. And it's just like Madman. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like it's a good show, by the way. That is a good show. I've only seen like two episodes. Dude, I'll say this and I hope this becomes like a common thread, like, but I was watching Black Mirror and John Hamm was on there. John Hamon. Dude, I love John Hamon. And so like, by the way, he's in Mad Men. And I was like, that guy is a fucking handsome ass son of a bitch. Dude, man. he is a really handsome dude. I was like, I'm very straight, but I am very comfortable saying like I'm I think he is a very attractive man. And he doesn't take himself too seriously. Like, have I you know. ever seen uh, Comedy Bang Bang? Yeah, where he starts speaking Spanish yeah. and shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's like, <laughs> he's like John Amon. John Amon. Yeah. Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, you showed me that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. I forgot. Shout what out we were to talking. John Hamm. You're a very handsome, sexy Hashtag man. Hashtag John Hamm. I, he might be a little bit more handsome than Jon Snow. Yeah, he definitely is. But I will- what about this? John Hamm or. Um, Damn it. Who's the guy that played Bane? Oh, Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy. I don't know. Tom Hardy, he's a prettier man. Like when he's like not, you know, uh-huh. being a, like an MMA fighter in a movie or whatever. He's definitely prettier than John Hamm. Like if you want like a man man, John Hamm. But if you want kind of like a kind of a prettier version, yeah. like you're, you're going you're going Tom Hardy. I, 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 to me, I like to believe like I'm striving for Tom Hardy. I, I There's no way I could ever be John Hamon. Well, John Hamon is like, chiseled like he was perfect for that um for the madman role because he mm-hmm. like looks that role i can't really buy um um tom hardy as like business suit guy or no. whatever because he's like ripped as fuck so it's like he does look like an mma fighter though oh yeah anyways enough of that <laughs> <laughs> hashtag no homo so <laughs> what we're we talking about uh women? well <laughs> so okay so it's not <laughs> 
It's not just women, though. So speaking of uh, men-on-men action, um, Kevin Spacey, too, he got... Um, this is this is another part of Hollywood too is like the underlying um, sexual assault of um, young men as well. So Kevin Spacey, who's a very prominent actor, a very good motherfucking actor, you know, any any movie I've seen with Kevin Spacey in it, whether it be Seven or um, American Beauty, you know, you name it, House of Cards, it's, it's always going to be a good movie. Baby Driver is a recent example. You know, it's funny you say Baby Driver during the shooting of Baby Driver, that's which also has John Hammond in it. Yeah, like that's when a lot of reports came out that a lot of the actors who were working with him felt really uncomfortable working with him. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, it's interesting. And that's a, when the movie was coming out. Like, yeah. people were saying that they made it sound like he was the hard actor to work with, but it was like a lot of dudes were like, I, I feel uncomfortable working with him. Yeah, I guess he would like go, like for years, like, like he would go around just like he would just grab your schlong, you know, just like, hey, Weird. how's it going? Like, instead of like shaking your hand, like he would just cup your balls or whatever and stuff like that. But I guess, like, the big scandal that, like, you know, broke him was, I guess, in the late 80s, like, he was, I guess, 20-something or whatever. Like, he was having, like, some party, and, like, um, this is, like, a big thing in Hollywood, too, that I was wanting to talk about a couple months back. And he had a couple people there that were underage, a couple of, like, um, uh, gay teens that were there, um, aspiring actors or whatever. And... um, I guess like when the party was over, like that one of the teens, like he was just you know chilling like in a in a bedroom or whatever, a spare bedroom, and you know he's I, I don't I don't forgot what he was doing like you know playing video games or something like that. He just did basically he didn't want to take part like in like the drugs and alcohol that were going on with at the party or whatever, but he just wanted to be there you know just to network and socialize with people you know hopefully get like a role or something. But the party was over and then Kevin Spacey I guess like walks into the room drunk off his ass and picks him up and throws him on the bed and like starts to try to coerce him into sex or whatever. But I guess like this is like a big problem in like Hollywood that's been happening for years as well because there's that documentary I was trying to get you to watch called Open Secret where like you would have like a lot of prominent um, like Hollywood executives and um, agents and things like that. Like, you know, they're gay and I mean, there's nothing wrong with being gay, but like they would also prey like on a lot of um, um, underage, you know, gay you know, talent as well. Yeah. And so another famous example of this was um, the guy, one of the guys that directed one of the X-Men movies, uh, Brian Singer. Mm-hmm. Um, he, there's a lot of allegations against him. Like he would have like these like underage like sex parties or whatever, like where he would like, you know, drug them and, you know, have sex with them in a hot tub or whatever. And some of it, like, I guess was consensual, but like the one, I guess that broke recently or whatever is like, like one of the guys was like no man like i i don't i don't want to have anything to do with this man like i'm not i'm like that's cool you're gay like I, but i'm not you know i don't want to have anything to do with it but because i guess i guess he just started pushing himself on him and he was just like no man no and he goes well okay man i'm sorry he backs off and then i guess a couple months or a couple years later he invites him out to like this boat party or whatever and i guess it ended up just being like him and a couple of friends and um I guess he said the story is he's like drugged him, like slipped a, a roofie in his like drink or whatever, drugged him and started to try to rape him like on the boat or whatever. And so I guess that's, I guess that's been happening too. So, yeah. But like, this is like, seems like to be like an underlying current that's been like, like a well-known fact in Hollywood that just, it's like an open secret, if you will. Yeah. Well, I think anytime you have people in power, there's, there's going to be a, corruption and power i mean power kind of corrupts people i don't think that's so much just a hollywood thing because you hear things like that in politics like oh you, yeah definitely yeah the old pizzagate thing yeah too. pizzagate i mean i don't really know i the more i find out about pizzagate the less i find it credible but 
Um, but I do think that there's been politicians like just recently, wasn't there like some like some senator from like Oklahoma or something? They found they found him in like a hotel room with like some teenage boy or something like that. Yeah, like yeah, it, it, that's also an issue. There's like people in power abusing power and and like workplace harassment because technically he's using taxpayers money and, yeah. and so is like you know kevin spacey like he's abusing his power of like people that are trying to make it in hollywood um yeah man definitely definitely a part of it also i don't know if you're familiar i think me and someone talked about it when we were doing our yearly reviews of albums the lead singer of the band brand new he was accused of like asking teenage girls for like to send them nudes or something like that oh wow and, and he was already like in his mid 20s so this is way back in the day because he's now he's in his like 40s or something so um this is like in the early 2000s so um he was a somebody brought it up and i guess it was more than once that he did it and like it it's almost like career over for like oh yeah for for him like that band's pretty much done now because it was like career suicide i think like once you start like okay it's one thing you know like if you rape an adult like that's i mean we can all agree like that's horrible you yeah know? like when you when i was talking earlier about like whitney cummings how like she says she's scarred for life or whatever um because whenever that something like that happens of course you're gonna have like scars from it or whatever i had a really bad breakup a while ago and i'm st- i still feel fucking off because of it but any oh anyhow but like when you start messing with children yeah i think like that is the most fucked up thing like you might as well have killed this person because humans we're not fully developed until like we're age 25 your frontal lobe doesn't stop developing until you're 25 years old so even though the state sees you as fucking an adult at 18 like realistically you're not really an adult adult you know biologically until you're 25 so you fuck with somebody like that's a child like that yeah and you're this person in power you fuck with their whole life for the rest of their life you know like when you start messing with like you know teenage girls or even preteen girls or whatever which is like i guess the doctor for like the usa national team or whatever the one yeah that's going oh they just did that just wrap up or something yeah he's he's getting 125 years in life or 125 years to life which is basically life in prison or whatever for um basically molesting like the whole the whole team the whole team yeah you know and it's just and then like the thing i don't get is like these places like try to cover it up you know like you would think you would like want to just disassociate yourself with this person as opposed to like they were paying like millions and millions of dollars of hush money and um like they would make like the victim sign with a a non-disclosure agreement saying like hey if you come out and talk about this like you're gonna owe us like two hundred thousand dollars and i think the whole reason why the whole usa olympic thing got um uh started or whatever like where he got prosecuted was because Chrissy Teigen, like she was talking to one of the former Olympians and she said, no, you know what? I can't come forward with this because I signed a non-disclosure agreement where if I fucking said anything, I'm going to fucking have to pay a fine of $200,000. She goes, you know what? Fuck that. I'll pay your fine. And like, I guess she put it all out in social media or whatever. And was just like, look, you know, who said, who said they'll pay the fine? Uh, John Legend's wife, Chrissy Teigen. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I watch a lot of extra with my girlfriend, yeah. so like I know all these celebrities. I don't know. Are, I, yeah, I know kind of like what's going on, but I definitely I'm not in the loop. Yeah, as much as I have to be like e news. Like when I'm not like watching wrestling or sports, like e news is always on in the background. So. Yeah, 
<laughs> I have to hear about all this. So. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. But I thought that was pretty, like, commendable on, on her, you know? Like, I don't really, you know, dig Christy Teigen or whatever, but I was like, yo, that's pretty, that's pretty fucking badass, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. She, and so I guess, like, that's how that all came out. Like, I guess they said they waived, like, that non-disclosure agreement because it makes them look bad. It makes the program look bad. It makes mm-hmm. the United States Olympic Committee look bad that, hey, that you would try to hush this up or... Even a few years ago, like that whole uh, Sandusky thing where like that head coach from um, Penn State. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like molesting kids or whatever. Or you're basically a kid, you know, like fucking 18 years old, 17 years old or whatever. And like the college was just hiding this or whatever for years, you know, or choosing to ignore it, you know. And it's just like, to me, like that's a big tragedy as well, you know. Like, you know this is happening, but you're just going to choose it look the other way, you know. Yeah, that one was really bad because apparently it was like so common knowledge that that was going on. Mm-hmm. It was such a black eye on Penn State, mm-hmm. and it still is. Like, I don't know if that program's gonna ever. Well, I'm sure it'll recover. It's a big school, but man, that's terrible. Like, and yeah, I agree with you. Going back, like whenever it's an adult and they're taking advantage of a child, like it's yeah, it's the other ones are bad too. But that's just like next level bad. Oh yeah, it takes it to a whole other level. Like. To me, like, oh, yeah, like, to me, like, the Harvey, the whole Harvey Weinstein thing is, like, humongously bad. I know we didn't really get into depth on it, but I guess this has been going on for, like, 30-plus years. Like, we're, like, the stories are exactly the same. Like, he says, hey, I got a script I want you to read. Come up to my hotel room, and then, you know, we'll have, like, a meeting or whatever. And he makes it sound like it's going to be this whole professional thing where then he just shows up naked at the door and like wants you to massage him or whatever. And yeah. So it's like, that's like whole other level. Oh, that's not so bad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, have you seen him? No, I'm just kidding. I don't even know what he looks like. But. No, but I guess you start forcing himself on each other. But, but you know, you always do have, you know, like, I mean, there's, I mean, Rose McGowan said like, Hey, she, she turned him down or whatever. And like, he tried to sabotage her career. But, um, like yeah, like if you're in a like a place of power, like you're a fucking adult or whatever, and you just force yourself upon a child or whatever. Yeah. Like, to me, that's 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 fucking. Or even ask for evil. a even asking asking for someone for like nudes or whatever. I feel like, as an adult, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, you, you shouldn't be doing that. Like. Yeah. That's common knowledge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like that's like you know you shouldn't like go into a store and just steal something because you want it or whatever. Yeah. I mean, there's proper channels or whatever. You know what I'm saying like that's. Just, don't do that, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, is there anything else you wanted to touch upon? I don't know, man. You have a list there. Well, I do have a list, but, I mean, it's just more or less just so I don't... Because my biggest problem when we do these podcasts, like, I get so excited sometimes, like, I'll forget names and stuff. So yeah. It's just a list of names and stuff, but... i surprised, dude, like, the list of people that are on here or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I'd start doing research on it, and it's just like, fuck, man, that's crazy. Like, the two worst, I'll say... Is Bill Cosby and fucking oh, Harvey? I forgot White. about that guy. Yeah, there's 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 so many of them that you start to forget about them. But yeah. yeah, but Bill Cosby was like another one. I guess for like 50, 60 years, like that was like his thing. Like he would drug people, and yeah. a lot of people knew about it. You know, same thing with isn't Trump also accused of it? Oh, of course. Yeah, like is that? I think that's the weird thing about this is is like that gets lost in it. Like you have all these people, like you know, like Harvey Weinstein. He's blackballed from Hollywood forever. Like he can never go back. Bill Cosby, his career is pretty much over, you know. Um, Al Franken, he had to step down from his senator seat just because he grabbed what, butts. What was Al Franken's thing? Didn't he just take a picture of himself or something? I, I don't remember. I don't really know that much about it. No, I guess, like, 
before he even got like into politics or whatever like his thing is like when people would like ask for a picture like he would like you know like you you like put your arm around somebody or whatever and like you know to take the picture or whatever make make you make it look cool or whatever yeah. i guess his thing is like he would like like as soon as like they would take the picture he like honk your breast or like honk your butt or whatever mm-hmm. and stuff like that so oh, yeah. i mean that's pretty bad but at the same time it's not bill cosby like raping you and dragging you into his like hotel room yeah <laughs> you know bad but still, still like he yeah no he had I to step down as a senator but yeah. then you got trump who's like had a litany of fucking these allegations like everything that we've talked about like he has been he's been stand accused of this you know I mean, and the, they, the rumor is, is like he makes him, his lawyers make him sign like non-disclosure agreements. Like the whole thing with a porn star that he had a relationship mm-hmm. with while his wife was pregnant. Um, yeah, the same thing. They, they, the rumor is, is like he would pay him off and say, hey, you sign this non-disclosure agreement. You say anything, you owe me fucking $500,000. Something astronomical to make you like not want to, you know, say anything. Yeah. Know? So. That's ridiculous. Yeah. This Chewbacca cup you gave me is pretty cool, though. Yeah, thank you. Did you make this yourself? Did you paint this? Yeah, dude. Like, I was watching Ghost, and I got really inspired to do some pottery, so I, like, I made a Chewbacca coffee cup. That's cool, man. No, my, my girlfriend, she got it at oh, Goodwill. She got it where? <laughs> Zach? At, Good, oh. at Goodwill, yeah. Oh. Yeah. This is Zach underneath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a previous owner. <laughs> Anyways, man. Do uh, you got anything else? That's it, man. I don't know. That's all. I mean, that's all I can think of right now. I'm sure there's like tons of things. I mean, if I had to just say one thing at the very end, like a final thought, um, for the first aspect of it, of like men respecting women, mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of like, you know, we have to raise our children better. The other one is just like corruption and power is just like, we mm-hmm. need to find a better form of checks and balances. Cause I don't know if something like that will ever stop where there's like politicians and celebrities and all that bs that it's always tied into like illuminati stuff or whatever like like we need to find a better or we need to find a way of having a system of checks and balances with those people to make sure that no one ever gets to the point where they can uh silence the the victims Mm -hmm. because it seems to be like that's the thing like a lot of people like people that um a lot of women like the bill cosby thing like a lot of women felt like they shouldn't come out and say anything. Same thing with like the Olympic team and all this stuff. Like yeah. the dogs are freaking out. Yeah. They don't like sexual harassment. Yeah. But I'll say this too. Like, yeah, I mean, there's definitely should be like a, like a, a checks and balances or whatever thing too, for both sides of it. Because I mean, God forbid, like either one of us gets like accused of anything, you know what I'm saying? Like your story, you know, like last week you said, you know, when they had to remove your hand, like God forbid something like that. Like, yeah, he but touched me. But you know, like I, I think too, like that it'd be a good way, you know, like to to level the playing field or whatever. Too. I'm I not saying that girl's gonna do that, but <laughs> I'm not sure if I should have told that story. But I whatever. know now you're on record, motherfucker. Yeah, whatever. But no, like, it's, it's not a bad thing. It's no, just, it's not. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But but I do feel like you know, like because like I said when I was reading over some of these, now like yeah, some of these are kind of ridiculous, like the Aziz Ansari one and stuff like that too. Yeah. Like to me, there needs to be checks and balances on both sides of it because. A girl who accuses somebody of something that they didn't really do to, that's almost almost as bad as, like, actually doing it, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, I, we can both attest to this. We have both dated some crazy-ass girls that would do some shit like that, too, so. Yes. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> so, I mean, at the same time, like, at my final thought, you know, just to play devil's advocate, like, yes, girls, 
be more vocal too, you know, and I mean, if you did have some kind of trauma, I mean, talk about it, you know, like, like I was telling, you know, about the Las Vegas shooting, you know, the worst thing to do is to bottle, you know, some kind of hurt or pain like that inside. You want to talk about it so that way you can heal from it too. So mm-hmm. that way later on down the line, you don't run into a situation like that, like an Aziz Ansari situation where you both end up in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. So And don't pretty much you can avoid a lot of times those situations are kind of avoidable. Like you don't have to go back to a dude's place no and drink wine at three in the morning or whatever. You know, like that that situation is totally avoidable. Or maybe you guys should just practice abstinence and accept fucking Brigham Young as your personal Lord and Savior <laughs> and wear magic underwear. <laughs> Yeah, you could do that, but uh, you know that doesn't solve the the problem of like abuse. Like, there's still like douchebags that are like, "I'm gonna go grab this girl's titties," and it's just like that. Yeah. That needs to stop too. That's just that's just guys in particular. Like, you know, yeah, don't do that. Being drunk is not an excuse to being a douchebag. I will say this though, like you know, there might be some alpha males listening to this that will probably unsubscribe to this. I'll say this, okay? Like, put yourself in this position, if you will. I go to the gym seven days a week. And yeah, there is a lot of hot girls that, you know, go in there and they wear their spandex or whatever or whatever. And, you know, some girls are just asking for like that attention or whatever. Some aren't, you know, or a lot of them probably aren't. And so, you know, I I see it every day, you know, like girl go in there with like some hot pants on or whatever, start doing squats or whatever. And automatically all the bros or whatever go like flock and do workouts right next to her or whatever. Well, there's recently that's been no game by the way yeah no it's not i i always think like is that what an alpha male is having no game but thinking you do yeah pretty much <laughs> all right and knee high socks and so anyways <laughs> recently there's been this uh group of uh gay gentlemen which I, I have no problem with who go and work out at my gym as well yeah um a lot of them are cool as hell like you know i have no problem with it or whatever but one of them is a fucking creep mm-hmm. and so um a lot of guys you know that I know that I see there every day will talk like will come up and talk to me like man that guy's always staring at me or like anytime I go to do like legs or squats or whatever like he goes and moves like right behind me and it makes me feel so uncomfortable man like he's such a creep and so um I said yeah man that does suck man like that's happened to me as well and like what I have to do is just like get up and leave and I was like yeah can you imagine like this is how like every hot girl in this fucking facility feels. <laughs> yeah. And instead of there being just one creep like that, there's a gym full of these creeps. So I was like, you can tell like it changed a life right then and there. It's just yeah. like, I mean, I think last week or was it last week or two weeks ago when Jesus brought up the story of, uh, of, uh, some gay guy hitting on him or something. And he was like, <laughs> he felt really uncomfortable or whatever. And I was like, I get that. But it's like one, you can't judge, every gay dude on one gay dude that you met exactly two you i'm pretty sure every single woman that's ever been to a bar has a hundred stories of dudes that would just not go away yeah and so like i can kind of see why women like automatically assume that most guys are douchebags oh yeah which they should you know that's the world we live in. yeah well i can attest that most of my guy friends are douchebags so But my dogs are barking at somebody in the backyard, so that probably means we should probably wrap this motherfucker up. So. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, if you guys um, have anything to say about this, like you're more than welcome to go to our uh, Facebook, and we can all talk about it. And I'm sure I probably misspoke or you know said something that I didn't articulate well because I'm infamous for that. But you know, like I said, just go to our Facebook. Let's open a a chat about it and let's learn about this shit. Because I mean, I'm sure everybody's got their own perspective and opinions on this, but. 
Um, with that said, just please make sure you just keep uh, supporting us, liking and subscribing to our show, and um, making us famous so that way we can get that good John's Brothers money. Yes. So, you have anything else, man? That's it, man. All right. With that said, everybody, have a good night. Good night. I got to pee. But I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody it's a lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people.